Rice County Sheriff Jesse Thomas uh, joins us now in our studio. Sheriff, thank you so much for coming in today. You're welcome. Good morning, listeners. Let's, uh, boy, it's fall now. It's autumn, and we're in like full autumnal mode, if there is such a thing. But uh, we talked a little bit about this last time. You know, the, 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 as the day or the year continues on each month, there's like a whole new set of things that people have to kind of watch out for. And autumn is, uh, I would imagine for you, with uh, Rice County being, well, largely rural, yes. uh, a lot of your operations uh, involve the rural part of the, uh, of the uh, county. You've got combines and tractors and motorcycles, motorcycles and everything else. It's, it's kind of turned loose to the time of year. This time of year, it's very busy on our roadways, yes. The farmers are trying to get their um, crops harvested. Uh, we have great weather right now for them, a little windy today, but uh, they're out and about. Um, uh, people are trying to get their last motorcycle rides in. People are trying to store their boats for the season. Um, the deer starting to move, so a lot of things to look for on the road. So to keep your eyes open. Yeah, you you mentioned the deer. Once the uh, the cornfields get uh, stripped of uh, corn and all the beans and everything are in, uh, the deer are just kind of out there, like, oh boy, where do I go to now? Have you have you seen that activity increase yet, or is that yet to come in the upcoming weeks? Yeah, uh, we haven't really seen a huge peak in. Uh, car versus uh, deer crashes yet, but uh, that's coming. So once the temperatures start dropping and the deer start pushing, and yeah, they'll they'll start moving. <clears throat> uh, you also uh, your, your uh, officers, you know, the uh, the deputies patrol throughout the rural areas. So you're you're out there seeing the combines, and I I, I wouldn't say running into them, but you're not physically running into en- them, encountering but, them, en- encountering them. Yeah. You have a good word uh, that. Uh, you really have to. Uh, that takes uh, just a lot, a lot of patience. I mean, you just have to be patient when you're when you run uh, your rural road or something, and uh, you come up to you encounter a farm implement. Yeah, so you, you're still going to see them on your state highways as well. So um, if they're taking more than their lane, they're supposed to have an escort vehicle. Um, but you know, sometimes when you have to drive a half a quarter mile to your next field, it's you might cut a corner and decide I'm not going to take the head off. I'm just going to drive down the road. And I'm from somebody who grew up on a farm that has happened in the past. So um, I know how it works. And uh, just take your time, be patient, and try and uh, do your best to uh, not get involved in a crash. Mm-hmm. Have you seen, you know, hunting season? There's various seasons for uh, you know, firearms, non-firearms, bow hunting, duck deer and everything else are you are you seeing uh, an increase in uh the uh <clears throat> traffic or really i should say you know in some of the rural areas not really traffic but are there more hunters getting out there now um well archery season i believe is open duck season is open but it's really dry so all your ponds are a lot of a lot of those are dried up so um and that in this area waterfall doesn't seem to be as prevalent as certain other areas but uh, we're starting to see vehicles parked at the like the state properties that they, that you can actually hunt on and checking out the situations. So we're starting to see it a little bit more, but uh, it's not really peaking yet. So once mm-hmm. the pheasant season opens, which might be here in a week or so, that okay. they'll start seeing more vehicles along the roadways. So. 
All right. Uh, not only is it hunting season and harvest season, but it's also election season. So let's kind of shift things over into the election because you'll be running for uh, county sheriff for the first time uh, after having been appointed uh, last, uh, about a year or so ago. Yeah, November uh, 12th. Yep. No, uh, after uh, uh, Sheriff uh, former Sheriff Troy Dunn uh, retired, uh, you have decided to run for re-election. So let's uh, talk to the uh, candidate here. Uh, first of all, uh, you know, that year that you've had in office, how's that been? Do you feel good about that? Do you feel good about, uh, are you comfortable with the job now, I guess? Yeah, I'm, I'm very comfortable with my job. I uh, I kind of got thrown into the mix. Um, we did have an officer involved uh, fatality with a vehicle, so we had that to deal with. We had a homicide in the city of Morristown. Um, we've seen a lot of... Uh, a lot of a lot of calls for service, and um, so I've been experiencing a lot of things that I didn't get to experience so much as I went through the ranks. So. Is that uh, yeah? You have a little bit different perspective, yeah, uh, including those things. You also have to do things like uh, work on your budget and set policies. Uh, is that do you feel comfortable with that? Is that a strong point with you? Do you feel like uh, you're getting that done right? Yeah, so I actually started my college um, career in economics. Um, I did that for roughly half a year and discovered it was very slow. Um, I love numbers, so I don't. I like working with budgets, and uh, it's. We've seen a, a great increase in fuel, our squad car purchases, um, costs for personnel, trying to be com- competitive in the. Uh, markets for law enforcement and corrections. So we're trying to, um, I presented my budget several months ago and I cut a few things and then from one spot moved them to another where I've seen an increase, like our overtime budget had been the same for several years. So I increased that, increased our fuel budget because um, we went through our fuel budget this year in the first six months of the year. So trying to figure out where we're going to be in a year from now and make sure we have enough money in those certain areas that I see an increase along the way. So, Let's talk about uh, the, the policing. Uh, what do you see if, if elected? Of course, you've got a four-year term. C- can you look out over the course of the next four years and give us an indication of what direction you would like to take them into? What are going to be the, some of the big issues that uh, the the next sheriff will have over the course of the next uh, four years. Well, we have we're still going to be dealing with the mental health aspect of our our profession. Um, we've seen some changes in that with Travis's law, um, with Rice County adding the community based counselors. So that gives us extra tools that we can use. But we still see ourselves responding to probably ninety percent of mental health calls because of the criteria for certain calls. Um, so we're still going to those. We've slowed our approach down and uh, changed how we deal with those calls. Uh, the other big thing we're going to deal with on a law enforcement perspective is hiring new staff. Um, if you look at the numbers of students enrolled in colleges or community colleges, whatever it might be for law enforcement, the numbers are down. And we're we usually get 60 to 80 people apply for a law enforcement job in Rice County, and I had 10 apply last time. So we're seeing those numbers plummet, and 
if nobody's going to school for law enforcement and we're already seeing low numbers, it's going to take several years for those numbers to come back around and get people back into school for those careers and uh, have numbers to pick from for us to hire. You'd mentioned, uh, we're going to kind of go back to that first uh, aspect that you mentioned, that's mental health. And this is, I guess I'm going to be a little bit of a departure. I'm I'm back to talking to the uh, sheriff now as opposed to the candidate. But have you seen with the... uh, uh, mental health professionals that are now involved with your department, you'd mentioned, are you seeing a difference in that? Is that, uh, is that a good thing for the, the county? Has it been a positive thing for you and uh, the, uh, the sheriff's uh, department? Yeah, so we've had uh, Project Intercept in our jail setting f- for several years, and that's been beneficial. And now we actually have that same person who's doing um, that plus the community-based coordinator stuff. So our counselor, I mean, and uh, I think I just saw the last numbers since we've started this program. I think there's been 153 referrals and 120 cases that have actually, where you do a referral and then somebody actually reaches back out to you. And so so it actually, um, that person actually says they want some help. So we're seeing that a lot. So that's good. Um, we're trying to uh, not, trying to reduce the recidivism of people calling for mental health calls and getting the help they need because, excuse me, law enforcement isn't always probably the best um, person to handle mental health calls, but we've seen over years that when nobody else wants to do it, you know, you call law enforcement and we always show up. So we have to deal with it. Yeah, the one uh, that answered the bell. Yeah, uh, Rice County Sheriff Jesse Thomas is with us. Uh, we are talking. We talk to him uh, every month. We're talking both as a uh, sheriff and as a uh, candidate now. And uh, Sheriff, I guess, is there anything else that you would like to mention about either uh, law enforcement within uh, Rice County or your candidacy for re-election? Um, I guess just the fact that our public safety center project is moving along very nice. We're ahead of schedule, um, and uh, we should have our training and storage facility up by sometime in December. So, and hopefully put walls up in January for the big facility. So. All right. All right. Moving along. Thank you so much for joining us. Much right. appreciated. We'll talk to you again uh, next month. Sounds great. Mm-hmm. Rice County Sheriff Jesse Thomas.